All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Most Basic Cable. This is Corey. This is CVH. Uh, we are without JC this week. It's an empty chair. Just couldn't manage it, so Over I had to there. do a little camera action myself. Not a big deal. Uh, this is episode 111, the Isaiah Thomas edition. Who else could it be? I mean, that's it. Smiling Assassin. Yeah. So we had, last episode, I think, or two episodes ago, no, last episode, we had Dennis Rodman. Yep. And we talked about Daddy Rich being the best uh, nickname for a coach. Smiling Assassin. That's pretty great. Incredible nickname. Pretty great name. Um, we're going to talk a little Major League Baseball. All right. I know. Hey, guess what? I love baseball. <laughs> Isn't it incredible? Where's Evan Winter when you need him? Uh, we'll talk a little bit of NFL, uh, maybe pick some games. Uh, but before we get started, Chris, where can people find us? You can track us down on Twitter at Most Basic Cable. Our personal Twitter feeds, I'm at C. Van Howe. I am at Court Smoots. Oh, jeez. It's <laughs> our own live feed. <laughs> Inception. Oh, how about that? Uh, well, Facebook, we're here uh, yep. as the Most Basic Cable. You can uh, follow us, like us, and watch us there. Our website is mostbasiccable.com, and you can email us, mostbasiccable at gmail.com. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Chris, Isaiah Thomas is at the door. Oh, boy. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, he hasn't quite gotten to Bill Cosby level, but it, it's getting worse by the year. Right? Yeah. Like, I, think he's, I think he's quieted down now a little bit. Um, fun fact, this is a weird story, but my cousin... Who's lived in New York for like twenty years, probably, okay. um, and has lived like kind of all over. Lives in Queens now, but he uh, he taught at a school uh, on like the like Lower East Side, or maybe like a little further up actually. And um, when the Twin Towers came down, he like ran out of the building to see what was happening. And on the sidewalk next to him, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Isn't that weird? That's weird. He was like he's he was like of all the places to meet my childhood legend. Like my childhood favorite player of all time. It's yeah, that's be during uh, that moment. And then he was like, it was eerily fitting for Isaiah Thomas. Now that I think about it, you know. Um, well, you can get into some weird stuff about the the twin towers and that they represented the number one, and then they represented one oh, and yeah. one. So oh, wait, I didn't think about that. Yeah, let's get rid. All right, we're conspiracy. gonna we're gonna get off the <laughs> yeah. Let's, we're gonna get off the conspiracy on. corner. Um, all right, so we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with baseball. Um, Chris and I, for those of you who listen to the most basic cable, we are not huge baseball fans. It's not really our thing. Well, I guess really now it's just like regular season baseball isn't really our thing, right? Um, I want to start by talking about, we're going to talk about the games, but first I want to talk about single elimination. Okay. How do you feel about single elimination in the wild card round? It's great. It's incredible, right? Yeah. yeah. Because like everyone's up in arms. Everyone's like, oh, this is crazy. They play 162 games and they're out in one game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's great. It's, yeah, win more games, yeah, dummies. Win, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. It's for the wild card round. Um, the first game we saw was uh, Baltimore at Toronto. Yep. And I guess the thing that jumps out at me, I guess, the, I don't know. I mean, I guess everyone's roasting Buck, right? Buck yeah. Walter. And correct me if I'm wrong, Zach Britton is... The best reliever in baseball? Yeah, had an all-time season. All right, so here's the deal. I'm not going to roast Buck. I probably did on Twitter, but um, <laughs> I just want to know your opinion. What, what was it, the 10th inning? The 11th. 11th inning. Yes. Right? So if you're that far into the game, do you bring him in? Okay, maybe not to begin the inning, but when you get one runner on and then you get runners on the corners, is it at that point do you go, okay, this guy hasn't given up a run since May, right? 
He's had runners in scoring position. He hasn't given up a run. Do you bring him in at that point, or do you not kill Buck for not bringing him in? Because you know Buck wanted to wait until he had a lead, right? Yeah, I think at that point, as you mentioned, single elimination. Yes. You you just got to survive. You right. can't. It's all cards you, on the table, you, right? Yeah, you can't worry. Like, you can't go down with your ace you know, in your pocket. It doesn't do you any good. It's like it's like finishing the half with timeouts or Right. You know, oh, it's the same just, thing. Yeah, just get just, you know, assess the situation and say, well, this didn't work out the way we wanted, but we want to play another game. Right. So So Edwin Encarnacion comes up, who's just an absolute hammer of a baseball player, right? Like that guy him and Joey Bats can hit a ball like a country mile. And so he comes up and at that moment, Buck's like, "No, nah. no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with uh, who do you have in there? Ubaldo or yeah, right? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with him. We'll be all right. No, yeah. it's it's single elimination. It is your only chance, yeah, to advance and play the Texas Rangers. Yeah, if you if you need an out, you have to pick the guy who can get an out. Yeah, because at that point, you've got what maybe two innings with Zach Britton. Mm-hmm. You're just putting your best players out there, putting your best cards down." My favorite part, and I completely forgot about this. So the um, I forget who scored the, scored the. Oh well, of course. So in, in, in Carson Encarnacion hits the home run. It's three run home run. Comes around three run walk off home run. Right. Uh, touches home base. Like call this with call it the Maglio. That is the Maglio. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, scores that the walk off home run, and he comes to home home plate to touch home plate, and the team's running out of the dugout, and there's a parrot on a guy's shoulder, and I completely forgot about. The, I don't know if it was Encarnacion who ran around the bases with the parrot. Do you remember that? I didn't remember that. I saw that you did some research. You, you asked the, the I people. Asked, I asked the people, and they told me. My buddy Joey was like, oh, yeah, like I forget who. So, someone hit a home run. They were running around the bases with the, with the – and I remember seeing that. Like, And I was like, that's hilarious. And apparently he's been in the dugout for every game. Yeah. So let's let's take a quick second to talk about weird mascot things. Okay. Here so we go. So some other favorites are um, – when uh, Manny Ramirez was like buddies with the smallest man in the world. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember, I like I remember that. that. Um, there's the the Florida Panthers rats. I don't understand the rats. So in is it like a call to the is like is it calling us on the octopus? No, no. So so in in '98. Yeah, it's not '98. I'm sorry. Here we go. Forgive me. '96. <laughs> the the Florida Panthers made it to the Stanley Cup Finals where they were swept pretty handily by the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Very early on in the season, maybe even like the first night of the season. I don't know if they were in a new stadium, um, but their captain, Scott Mellenby, they were in the locker room and a rat was in a lot in the locker room, like a real rat. Oh, really? And like he, he like took a slap shot and killed the rat. Are you serious? Like destroyed the rat. With a slap shot. Yeah. And so like that became a big, um, you know, big deal. Like, hey, you know, there's rats, and it sort of spread and spread and spread. And so, the whole season after they would score a goal, their fans would toss these plastic rats on the ice. Sure. And then, they, you know, on and well, on and on. Do they but still a, do it? Every once in a while, it okay. still happens. But it, it it grew to the point. And if if and and if anybody else remembers this besides me, but the game four of the Stanley Cup Finals was in Florida. I believe in game three, Patrick Waugh shut the Panthers out. 
So like they had all these rats. They had a game like two games worth of rats. With nothing they, they could do. Couldn't, couldn't yeah. toss them on the ice in game three. That may not be correct, but in my head, that's it's right. Great. It's a better yeah, it's story. A, it's, it's a good story. And the Avalanche would go on to win game four, one to nothing, in triple overtime. Game winning goal scored by Uwe Krupp. Um, but in that game, there was a like a disallowed goal from the Florida Panthers. So of course, like the red light comes on. And a billion rats. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Well, I, they have I mean, two games worth of rats. Yeah. I mean, what, you all pent up. They you, already know they're going to You've got to use your rats in that situation. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a use. It's a lot like Zach Britton. That's a use. <laughs> that's a great analogy. Yeah. That's a user. You've got to throw your rats. Well, you've got to throw your rats. All right. That's going to be a most basic cable ism yeah. from here on out. You've got to throw your rats. Got to throw your rats. Um, it, that's a great analogy. Yeah. I think that uh, Zach Britton was the rat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and or the smallest man in the world. Or the smallest I, yeah. man in the world. And Buck, and Buck Showalter didn't throw him. Yeah. Um, Buck Showalter, a, uh, star of an episode of Seinfeld. What episode? Uh, the uh, Cotton Uniforms episode. Oh, was he? Oh, he was in he that was episode because he was the coach yeah. of the Yankees. Yeah. Um, do you do, know the most frequently frequent or the most frequently uh, the Yankee who I think appeared the most times in the show? That wasn't George Steinbrenner. That wasn't Steinbrenner. The actual Yankee. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Danny Tartable. Wow, really? Yeah. Because I knew Jeter and... Wasn't it like Jeter and Bernie Williams were on an episode? No. Yeah, it was. When they had yeah. just... They, they were in the batting cages and George was yes. like giving them a hard time. It might have been that episode. Yeah. No, but, that hasn't happened. I, I, I'm watching it right now. Okay. So George just got the job and Tartable's been on it like two or three okay. times already. He's giving him a hard time because he's yeah. like, you know, like, hey, uh, you know. You swing a little bit harder or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, we just won the World Series. And he's like, all right. I think it's right. the, it might have been the Summer of George episode. Summer of George. Um, do you want to guess Buck Walter's career record as a man? Can I guess a winning percentage? Yes. 525. Okay. Should have been. I should have pulled up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> career winning percentage. Um, 391. No. Is that right? 18 years. Yeah? 521. Oh, okay. You're right. Wait, what did you guess? 525. God, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Chris. Wait, what is this one? <laughs> uh looks like uh, some crazy... Win-loss percentage oh, postseason. Post- oh, okay. His postseason career record not is... Not great. Th- not great. Wow. Yeah. I mean, did win the... Did he win a World Series with the Yankees? I don't think so. No, because no. their first one was uh, there was with Joe Girardi, ninety six. Yeah, yeah. Post Buck well, Showalter. No, who was oh, Joe Torre? Joe Torre. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Joe uh, Girardi. <laughs> <laughs> Post, uh, he was there for like what? Let's see, he was there. Yeah, ninety five was his last season <laughs> yeah. with the Yankees. How devastating is that if you're Buck Showalter? Then he goes to the Arizona Diamondbacks, but he didn't win with them. No, he no, didn't. And no, then they, they won, won. Sh- and then they won shortly thereafter. That yeah, in two thousand, and they went to the Rangers, and they still haven't won. Yeah, and I that- think they. I think the Diamondbacks won in two thousand one. Was that the Subway Series year? Maybe they might have been two thousand two. But still, it was what two years after he's their coach. Yeah, I can't remember. That those can't days. be good for Buck yeah. Walter. Uh, not a. We don't think it's a fireable offense, right? Nah. I mean, Brad Ausmus just got re-signed as the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his last four years with the Orioles, he's... Oh, they've been great. Yeah, they've been really solid. Yeah. Um, All right. His name's Buck. His name's Buck. I wonder what his real name is. Is it on here? Hold on. William 
Nathaniel Showalter. Man, how do you just get named Buck? I think he asked, Well, you can't ask for it. He's not the kind of guy that's like, hey, call me Buck. Yeah. He is from Florida, so that's got to have something to yeah, do with Yeah, I think half of the people in Florida are nicknamed Buck. <laughs> All right. Mets, Giants. All right. So here's the deal. On both of these games, I didn't get to watch the whole games. One night I had, I took my girlfriend to a concert for our, our upcoming anniversary, um, which is great because we went and saw the opener and then like the headliner played and then we were like, we got out of there and I was like, perfect because baseball's on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> playoff baseball. Um, and so I get to go home and I get to see the end of the Toronto uh, Baltimore game. I catch it at the, I think the eighth inning on. Okay. Uh, I come home last night late and I catch the end of the Mets Giants game. And it's the, I believe it's the, I believe it's also the eighth inning when I catch it. Okay. And so Syndergaard's already out of the game. Yep. For, from everything I've seen, he threw like a gem of a game. He was really good. My, uh, my wife was just fascinated by him and not like a gog or like, oh, he's so handsome. She's just like, just the whole time. Well, he well, doesn't does, like, does, does, does he think he looks good? Harris, like, yeah, I think yeah, so. He looks like look, Thor. Look at him. Yeah, he looks like Thor. <laughs> yeah, I forget what he tweeted today. Well, we'll talk about the game. So, so you've got Noah Syndergaard pitching like the game of his life. Mm-hmm. I do. Do you know what inning he came out? He pitched seven full. Oh god, that's devastating. Yeah, because he I was ca- he was cooked. Because I come home and I see Syndergaard's out. Yeah, and then I see that <laughs> I see Madison Bumgarner on the in the dugout, just like. Nah. No, I'm good. So how how familiar are you with, with Star Trek The Next Generation? Not very. Are you familiar with the Borg? Yeah. Okay. So the Borg were a a race, and they were, they were you know, a, a, a race. <laughs> um, of, they were like a race of something. Yeah. Right? They were an alien race, yeah. and like they were technology-based, and they would assimilate who is the, their foe. Who their is foes. the Borg I would be most familiar with? Um, Star Trek Void? I don't know. This is Borg talk with Chris and Cord. In one of the Star Trek movies, Picard became a Borg. Okay. So, but they they would show up, and this is this is where I'm going with this. Yeah. The Borg were sort of like unbeatable, super boring. Their spaceships were cubes. Yeah. Like the giants are the Borg. Yes. Like they just roll around like every couple I, of years, even years. Yeah. And even years, they win championships. Yeah. So they won 2010, 2012, 2014. 2014. Yep. Which is the craziest effing thing. And in the, in the off years, they were just, eh. They're not great. Yeah. I mean, they weren't good for like a large swath of the season. So, um, so Bumgarner, I mean, we're Tigers fans. Tigers played them in 2012. Yes. And got just annihilated. Yep. Got swept. And I, I've always been terrified of Bumgarner because he, because he is a Borg and he shows no emotion. Yeah. You know? And, um... So he's in the – I see that he's still in the game. I'm like, oh, this can't be good for – Syndergaard's out. Bumgarner's still in. This can't be good. So I don't know. Do you know what it was at the ninth inning? Bottom of the ninth, right? It, or, no. No, it, no, it was it was, uh, it was the bottom or the top of the ninth. Top of the ninth. When the, and, and it was a very interesting setup because Juris Familia, the closer Oh, that's the right in. because they were in New York. So yes. it was the top of the ninth. Right. Familia – who, who had a similar meltdown yes, last year. His playoff performance can't be great. No, it it's definitely has had two tough outings, uh, at least two, if not more. I know he had a tough one last year. Do you know how to spell Juris? I just saw it. But yeah. I, I think I could have gotten it. <laughs> it's pretty good. J-E-U-R-Y-S. It sounds like a band name. It, Juris. Juris Familia. God, Juris Familia is a great band name. Chris, don't do this to me. <laughs> We're recording a podcast right now. All right. 
Um, so Juris Familia is in, and he melted down last year against the Royals, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm trying to see what his career um, postseason. Uh, okay. Nah, I'll find it. Okay. Oh, you went, you went right, 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 right down, down a little more. Yeah, there you go. Postseason pitching. Oh, it's all 2015 and 2016. Yeah. That's all he has. Okay. All right. So, Juris Familia's in the game. Uh, oh, his whip is way up. Whip, um, and little-known uh, San Francisco Giant Connor Gillespie. Connor Gillespie. So man. Connor Gillespie rockets a home run, yeah. <laughs> into the stands. Um, Connor Gillespie. This is what the Giants do. Because here's the thing: it's the new Craig Council. Well, yeah, Steve or or Marco Scudero. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because I heard Marco Scudero like so many times in that Tiger series. Yeah. And the thing about the Giants is they – I still haven't got a full analogy up. Borg is very good. But I think – I try, I'm trying to think about something that like just is always on the brink of death and then continually comes back. Yeah. So – because that's what I think about them, right? Yeah, like Jason Voorhees. Or right. Frank Every Kruger. odd year, they everyone's like, nope, it's over. They're slumbering. Yeah. They're yeah. Sl- they are slumbering. Uh, maybe they're a grizzly bear. And um, so they – they always had this player in the even years that does it for them. And you know it's going to be Connor Gillespie. You know he's going to be like... He's going to be like... Who's the guy that did it for St. Louis a few years ago? David Freeze. David Freeze. Yeah. Same thing. It's what happens in the postseason. So, um, so my, my an interesting moment in that game, we talk about Bumgarner. Um, so uh, the, the, the way it was shaping up is that if Gillespie hadn't hit that home run... Mm-hmm. There's a really good chance that they were going to have to yank Bumgarner. They were talking he, about it, yeah. Because he's on, you know, they have somebody on deck for him. Yep. They can score a run. Even though he's he's a pretty good best, hitter. He's the best hitter in the National League. And uh, so he hits the home run, and then Bumgarner comes up. And on the first pitch, goes to the warning track with it. He's a beast. And he was just like, like I, in that scenario, he was probably like, all right. Got it. One swing. I'm going to swing as hard as I can. If I can, if I get out, whatever I, you know, this game is over. So Bumgarner was like sitting. Um, <laughs> what does Bumgarner mean? Um, was sitting on the bench when that home run got hit. I'm just gonna just gonna guess on the spelling here. And apparently, once Connor Gillespie like rocketed that home run, he said something crazy to Connor Gillespie. He said, like, oh, Larry runs sports. He said something like, um, Connor, I appreciate the hell out of that. <laughs> like, isn't that the best thing yeah. that you could ever imagine him saying? Have you heard the Vin Scully snake story? No. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to, because I'm so fascinated by, by Bumgarner. Sure. I really am. He's like a, like a cowboy, right? Like, he's like kind of, ter- he's, he's like the Chuck Norris of Major League Baseball. Sure. Absolutely. So, He's apparently like out in some field in like Texas doing something with this, and it could be the wrong location. I don't care. I'm not Vince Scully. He's out like in a Vince Scully tells this story in the middle of the pitch by pitch. It's not a commercial. <laughs> sure. He's like, yeah, well, bad uh, Vince Scully, but he's like uh, Bumgarner and his wife are walking around in the field. That's uh, uh, two count and uh, ball high outside, and so they're out in the field, and so he's telling the story. So Bumgarner's out there with his wife. And they see a snake, and they see that a snake has something inside of it. 
Um, and so they they think it's like a, a vermin of some sort. And so Bumgarner like takes his knife and like opens up the snake and it's like a baby rabbit and the baby rabbit runs free. <laughs> and that's a story that Vin Scully told amazing. on air. He's like, well, that no, there that <laughs> that Bumgardner sure knows what he's doing with the knife. You know, like he's some crazy ass story. So is he? I mean, is he the David Ortiz of pitchers? Oh yeah, he's the most clutch. Yeah, bring up his uh, oh, his I baseball reference here. Just look at his postseason performance. Hold on, I got a lot of tabs over here. And he also reminds me of the kid from um, Rookie of the Year. I float it. What was his Is name? Rookie of the Year. Yeah. What was his, it was Floated. Show and Godna? Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Fries and Fodna. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the wrong name. Um, oops. That's not right. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, Dan Patrick Show was doing something earlier today. Again, I, I listen religiously to those guys. But um, they were talking about, like, hey, if you could have Bumgardner's career or if you could have um, Clayton Kershaw, who would you take? And wouldn't you take Bumgardner? Yeah. He's got two rings. Like, he's, like, all-time. Um, I don't think there's a D. Oh, he's there's just, not a just, D. It's just Garner. Garner. All right, hold on. Oh, God. Yeah. This isn't good. All right. Well, we'll get there later. We'll find it. All right. Um, but, yeah, if you could take it, I don't think it's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, three World Series. Is, is... Yeah. Does he yeah. have three? Was he there in 2010? Yeah. Okay, so he has three. And he's younger than Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Was he there in 2010? That's a good... I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I mean, it is baseball. We can't carry care too much. I mean, we don't pay enough attention. We, if Evan Winter was on, he could tell us. Uh, I guess the question for me is like... His nickname is Mad Bum. His nickname is Mad Bum. It's not a great nickname. Yeah, right? he was there in 2010. So he's got three titles. Yeah, his uh, his career yeah. in the postseason. He's 8-3 and three with a 194 ERA. Jesus Christ. Uh, 13 <laughs> starts. Uh, let's see what he's got here. 97 innings, 67 hits, 17 walks. So his whip is .863. Wow. It's pretty good. Strikeouts per nine, seven. It's easy. Um, but going back, like, his, he had, he's had a couple, he had one bad game early in his career where he gave up six earned runs in three and two-thirds innings. Yeah. And that is two-sevenths of the earned runs he's given up or in that one game. That's so, like, crazy. 30%. Well, he's lights out. From that one game. So my question to you is this. Should the Cubs be nervous? It's an even year for the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, they should be nervous. Right? Yeah. Should everybody be nervous? They should, right? Yeah. They yeah. Should. I mean, like, getting past the Mets and just getting getting revved up and into the postseason is... Well, you saw we saw what, and for those of you who haven't, we saw what Toronto did today to the Texas Rangers. 10 to 1. Yeah. Mash factory. Yeah. Joey Bats has got a million home runs. I think he's got oh, two he's, home runs and five well, RBIs. There's in the a good first two games. so there's a good chance that Encarnacion and Bats are both gone next year. Yeah. So this is their last like this is their last hurrah on the on the Toronto um, Blue Jays. Um, we do have to talk about the beer really quick. Okay. How mental is it that someone does a full? Well, it's also do they? Have, I mean, at sporting events I go to, I don't think they have cans anymore. No, they have like. I don't really know what they have at Comerica Park here, but so do they do like the bottles, like the aluminum bottles? I mean, I just pour it in. One I've of always sh- gotten like a cups? yeah, I've always gotten like a plastic cup. Yeah, there was a full can of beer. That was that was the second. I mean, that was a terrifying. Like that's always bad, right? Like, and that was in Baltimore. No, it was in Toronto. Toronto. Surprising. That's right. 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 
surprising because yeah, I mean, look, I, I see where you're projecting. Yeah, East Coast team, relatively close to Philadelphia, where you expect this sort of action. <laughs> um, but they're the worst. I know. Some guy apparently gave himself up. Okay. They're they're now saying that it might have been a woman that threw it, and he's and he's he's taking the hit. He's taking the hit. Um, it reminded me of the males in the palace. Yeah, it really did. That guy is banned for life. That threw the beer and ran our test. Um, this person apparently like threw it and ran because they got the male. The males in the palace didn't do that. He just threw it and then watched the melee. Whoever did this apparently threw it and ran because the cops were there like moments later and they couldn't find them. Wow. But I don't. I don't know with all like the cameras and everything that they have. Yeah, you figure it's just nuts though. Like, let's get some DNA tests on that beer can. Yeah, this so it's, it's a Canadian. Like one, I can't believe it's full beer. Like, <laughs> it would have been empty. <laughs> it was a full beer. Yeah, yeah they're going to bring him in for the Royal Mounted Police and be like, "Listen, <laughs> bad enough." Yeah, you now threw look, it at a player, but now look, if you would have hit that Dominican with your beer, we might have been able to look past that. Right. But, but that was a full that beer. Was a full beer. What are you doing with just that? Give it to your neighbor. You feel like you're going to throw it. They're gonna, they'll help you. What do you? What do you throw? Flapjacks on the floor too? You <laughs> savage! Jesus. Yeah, it's it was really surprising to me because Canadians are such docile people, um, but apparently not that Canadian. Um, such a weird, awesome first couple days. Yeah, I. Um, do you think that baseball can keep this up? Well, through the playoffs, yeah. See, playoffs are always great. Here's the thing, and like when we've complained about baseball, which happens a lot, happens a lot. Uh, it, it's a game that, without, if, if a game has no meaning, it's nigh on impossible, right? To stomach, right? Like you're just, it's like, what is, what am I doing here for three and a half hours? Right. Like <laughs> going to the game is great. I'll, if somebody wants to take take yes. us to a baseball game, I'll go ten times out of ten. Yeah, but I am the days of me sitting at home probably over yeah you know but i'll watch every minute of the post well when did that change though is it just because there's too many games i think we've talked about this in the past right but like it's clear that baseball is still a really great sport right Mm -hmm. when something is on the line yeah and i get it weird because we watch i mean basketball is about to start hockey well, I can't lie. Like, if the Tigers were the Cubs this year and they're winning 103 games, watch. you'd probably watch more. Yeah, but um, when I was a kid and the Tigers lost the Randy Smith era and they lost like 102 games or whatever I still watch, right? I still watched every game. Yeah. I mean, there's a point in my life when I, I watched, like, I, uh, the first Verlander no hitter. I remember people were like, oh, I wasn't watching. What, like, no, I was like at home prepping to watch the tiger like at, at that yeah, point that's in my what life, you did that's what i did and i was like oh this is gonna be a no hitter right I was, and we're talking to nobody for like three hours i do think that the um like this like verlander's 2011 season yeah. is it 11 or 12 well verlander's 20 i want to say 2011 2011 yeah it's 2011 and then miggy's triple crown year yeah Tri- triple clown year was the summer before no it was no, after that after the, I, i'm just, Trying to remember listening to Tiger's podcast and cleaning my basement. That's that was takes your, me back to the Miggy year. That was your thing. But I, I do remember that Verlander summer, like when Verlander was pitching, was wherever I was, I was listening or watching. It was must see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and so, yeah, I guess there's that aspect of like, yes, if you're a Cubs fan, you're watching every game. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Red Sox fan and you get like Mookie bets every night. Oh, that's incredible. You know, I guess we're spoiled because we've had Cabrera for a decade here. Yeah. But, and he's just great. But the, the game is. Get it. Get me. A, give me a two and a half hour baseball game consistently, and, and you'd watch. And I'd probably watch more. Yeah. Less less games a year. I mean, do they need to do less? Eh, I'm not. Gonna, I mean, either way, I'm probably 
the best case scenario, I bet I'm in, I'm in for 90 games if it's really compelling. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is it? 81 games. Yeah. Even if you cut in half. How many, how many is basketball? 82. 82. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think the sweet spot for baseball is probably like 130 to 140. That's so many games. Yeah. But they do have to cover the entirety of summer. Mm-hmm. Do they have that many games because they have to cover the entirety of summer? Yeah, I think so. And that for years and years, like they could sell ticket revenue Most, and, it was like, and uh, advertising. And America's past. It's the only thing in town. It's true. Um, okay. So definitely a good start. Yeah. Um, I, I really do want to see both these wildcard teams go as far as humanly possible. Who's your Who's your pick? It's really tough. Um, I think Boston's up right now, if I'm not mistaken. Boston's a really good team. But it, after watching, what is it? Cleveland's up 5-4 to four oh, in the God, top of the Boston, eighth. America. Come on, Boston. Boston did score in the top of the eighth. Do your so. job, Boston. Do your yeah. job. I can't handle another Cleveland championship. Um, I, I'm going to go. I like the Giants. I have to hear Jason Kipnis' name. Oh, I know. Freaking Kipnis. Ben Attendi had a home run. Ben so, Attendi. I, I mean, can you handle two Cleveland championships in no. one summer? It's funny because I, I was going to make a point about how, like, there's really, like, three, like, the three dull baseball teams uh, are the the Royals yes. and the Cardinals, yes. who are both out. Yes. And then kind of the Giants, although I sort of admire the Giants no, now. I like the Giants. I said this, I texted you this last night. They're like an island of misfit toys. Yeah. They got a what's his nuts out in right field, that crazy, what is his name? Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence. Just <laughs> like loping around, <laughs> like, you know, like a wolf that learned to walk on his hind legs. <laughs> He's not a human being, right? And it's like, I, you know, like, like Brandon Belt. Yeah. Like Belt it's a great baseball name. It's a great Brandon baseball. Brandon Belt. But yeah. like and, and And they're coached by Bruce Bochy. Did you see uh did you see Angel Pagan body slam the guy yeah. in the outfield? <laughs> the fan running at him and he like extends his hand <laughs> and the guy like comes up to shake his hand and just grabs him and slams him. Angel Pagan. Great name, Angel Pagan. Yeah, Angel um, Pagan. Well that team is full of those players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that like Nick Swisher isn't on that team. I know. They're they are to me. Though they they are to me kind of what the Minnesota Vikings are to football right now, okay. you know, bunch of like no name guys that I really like, just like uh, just a ton of grit. Bruce Bruce Bochy, Mike Zimmer, stare down. It's got to be pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we Whew, half an hour on baseball. It's not bad. We're, lo- we're looking forward to it. Um. Chris and I usually don't pod this late in the week. It's Thursday. Um. So since it's this late in the week, we're not going to pick the Thursday night game that's going on right now. Um, but we're going to bet, bet, we're going to pick against the NFL lines. Yeah. Um, so we're not guessing lines, though I'm getting better at, better at it by the day. Um, but we're going to pick against the lines. Um, should we also do over-under? Uh, just do the lines, okay. I think. So uh, Arizona's up 24-14. Six to go. God. In the... Uh... Yeah, so we do, Chris and I do a wins pool that we've talked about. My girlfriend, I got her a trophy, finally. It's up there. There it is. That's the trophy. So she gets to keep that forever because it took me an entire year to get her a trophy. So if my wife wins, we'll get a new trophy for the league. Okay. And then we will have that by the end of the season. And then that can pass around the league. Got it. But this is never. Kels is not giving that up. Yeah. Yeah, it's hers forever. She's like. It did take you like a year to. Yeah, I mean. I may have been at a bar on Sunday, Saturday, and ordered that thing. <laughs> she guilted me, and she talked to my friends, and 
I came back from, I went to go get some drinks from the bar. I came back and they're like, you still haven't gotten the trophy? I was like, God damn. It. Okay. Give me, where's my phone? <laughs> I'm getting the trophy right now. So it's a, it's a, oh, it's very, it's very nice. Oh, yeah. and it's very weighty. Oh, look at that. Nice weight to it. Yeah. We're going to, right. We're going to, yeah. we're going to engrave it. And, um, I think I'm going to put, I'm going to put like, um, 2015 most basic pick champion champion. And then it's going to just say in quotes right here. I win. I win. <laughs> I win. What's this game called? I win. Uh, All right. Perfect. So, uh, here we go. So I'm going to read it off. Do you want to go first? Or let me go first. I'll go first. Okay. So we have Houston, your team. Oh yeah. Your team of teams. Yeah. Fighting Bill O'Brien. Fighting Bill O'Brien's at Z Minnesota Vikings. Before you pick, have you watched a home game? with them yet the vikings yeah. yeah what do you think about that stadium it's it's bonkers it is a it's a pirate ship or it's yeah. a viking ship it kind of like i saw it in person i didn't get to go inside did but you ever nuts. did you ever play the video game smash tv yes and like that's what i imagine yeah. like the smash tv arena looks like like you only ever see the floor where you're just shooting all the dudes that's correct but the out like the exterior of the smash <sighs> 2d studios on fire tonight yeah um what was i saying that we came up with tonight throwing all the rats Oh, yeah, throwing all the rats. <laughs> Can't, don't leave any rats in your pocket. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, all right. So you've got Houston at Minnesota. So Minnesota's 4-0. Houston's what? 2-2, 3-1? 2-2, 3-1. What do you think? I think they're 3-1. I think their only losses Ooh, to the... last year. So I have the Chiefs are 2-2. Two two. Houston's 3-1. Three and one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, I also have the Ravens who were three and Hey, what about me last week? Went three and three oh. man. I Those Rams. The Rams. Mm-hmm. I have the Deadskins. Oof. And I have the Bengals. The Bengals. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. So you're up. First picker. It's in the hollowed, literally the hollowed Viking ship. Um, Minnesota's giving seven. I think that That's I'm a lot of points. It's a lot of points. I think, I think I'm okay with that. Okay, so you're taking. I think I'm taking Minnesota. I just I, like Houston's offense hasn't figured it out yet. You know, Bill O'Brien took over play calling duties. Did he really? Yeah, last thing. Um, I love Will Fuller. Well, oh. you know what? I don't trust. I don't trust Osweiler. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't against Minnesota. I don't think having a shaky quarterback is. Let going me ask to you be. a question. Do you think? How much money did they pay Osweiler? Like, oh, like $132 yeah. million or something? Easily more than I make. You- <laughs> Easily. Easily. Do you think that... Uh, not yet. Uh, do you think that he's looking at Jimmy Grapple up there like, I oh, wonder if I could trade Osweiler. I wonder if I could trade a first overall pick. Get- do you think he's got buyer's remorse? I feel like I have... He might. Right? I mean, I don't think he's... in. I don't think he's in danger of losing his job, but uh. hey, here's the thing with with Bill O'Brien is that I, I don't like. Is he good with quarterbacks? I mean, he should be. I mean, he was. The thing is this: he was Brady's offensive coordinator, right? But it's not necessarily fair because you've got one Bill Belichick's Brady's offensive coordinator uh, and his quarterback coach, and Tom Brady was probably coaching Bill O'Brien. Right? right, like I like Bill. I think he's a sharp guy, mm-hmm. but like they, 
I read an article recently because I have this uh, this like super wet dream about the Lions getting Josh McDaniels, like the reformed Josh McDaniels, who's not like who's a, now ready to be a coach. Yep, not yeah. a shithead anymore. Hopefully, and so I read this article, and he was like, he you know left to be a coach, got fired, went to the Rams, was their OC, and then went back to the Patriots, and he was an offensive assistant because Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator, and. He came back and he's like, oh, and then Brian O'Brien left and he got offensive coordinator and he's thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, I'll just take back over. And Tom Brady's like, no, things have changed. Bill coaches me differently. This is how you're going to coach me. And like, that's what I think it's like to, to yeah. be around Tom Brady. He's like, this, this is, is what, this is what I need you to do. Yeah. When it comes to you well, managing it's me. It's true. Like, he'll tell people like, I need you to yell at me. You got to yell at me. I respond to that. Right. So like, when you think about Bill O'Brien... He was a defensive player in college, right? I mean, he's drawn up some really interesting offenses. I just don't know if they're – like last year in Houston, it's just DeAndre Hopkins. Right. It's like, okay, we'll throw the ball within 10 feet of DeAndre Hopkins and he's going to catch it. So I don't know. I love Bill O'Brien. So do you. I just haven't seen enough to think that he's like an offensive whiz. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I don't know. Like maybe Osweiler is probably the best quarterback he's had there. Oh yeah, uh, talent wise yeah. and ability wise and all that. I just think it's they're still feel, feeling each other out, and Minnesota's probably not the. I just it's so I just feel bad for Houston because you and I both like Houston, <laughs> but he's he's may get beaten by Sam Bradford, right? Like, how does that make him feel? He's got to be like, yeah, rest of the league has to deal with that feeling this year. <laughs> hey man, you know what? Props to Sam Bradford. Yeah, at least at least he's not a running joke anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yet? Uh, yet, yet, yet. What? I have I mean, a question. Yes. How long do they keep Blair Walsh, their kicker, who keeps missing kicks? He missed the kick in, he missed like a chip shot in the playoffs last year. I think he's already That's missed right. two, two kicks this year. How long do you give a kicker? I, I, I feel like a relatively high draft pick. Yeah, right? I do feel like the thing with kickers is that like once you're scrambling, yeah, it's just it's not going to get better. Gets it gets. Worse before it gets better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Tennessee Titans at the Miami Dolphins. You want some records? Uh, I think they're both one, one and three. three, right? Yeah. This is uh, bad meets worse. It is bad meets worse. <laughs> um, I don't know which one's which, but I think they're yeah. They're the same. It's a push. They're the same person. Um, I do think they're both one and three. And internet's not great. I can't spell today. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Google won't even tell us. They won't even give us a score. No, I, I, I think I, they're I, both one and three. I'll pull up NFL standings so we don't have to do this anymore. Um, okay. So you've got... Arizona's gone up three scores. Thank so that's, God. Uh, my life is so much better now yeah. that that's happening. All right. So the um, Tennessee's at Miami. Miami is giving three and a half. I'm watching this game because... <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the deal. I I don't I don't think the I don't think the Titans are I think they have some talent. Like I like Delaney Walker, I like Henry who they drafted out of um Alabama. Uh DeMarco Murray's there. Don't have a ton of talent receiver and then you've got Mariota who I'm still not as sure as an NFL quarterback. Um they're coached by Mike Malarkey. 
His his name literally translates to like shenanigans and bullshit. <laughs> so I I don't I don't think they're I think they're also in the sweepstakes for the Josh Daniel the Josh Daniel sweepstakes the Matt Patricia Josh Daniel sweepstakes because they also have a former front office guy yeah. from New England. Um, I think they could be good at some point. Hmm. Let me ask you this: Yeah, would you listen to or participate in a podcast called Mike Malarkey? Ooh, would it be called All That Malarkey? I don't know. I just like Mike. Oh, Malarkey. Mike Malarkey. And Mike Malarkey. Malarkey's Mike. Oh yeah. Hmm. hmm. Nope. I wouldn't. Nah. Okay. Nah, I can't. Sorry. You guys can have that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dolphins are one in three. Put that rat back in my pocket. <laughs> hey. Hey. Put that rat back in your pocket. Don't throw that rat. Don't throw that rat. Uh, and God, Jesus Christ. Sorry. And Tennessee. Is Tennessee an NFC team? They are, aren't they? Um, I don't even know. Oh, they're I, AFC South. Oh, they are AFC South. Yeah. Oh, they are in the AFC South. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, they're also one in three. All right. So I don't know why this is a, this should be a push, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I would kick a pick them. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I, uh, I'm, I'd probably take Tennessee in the points. I think so. I mean, I don't I don't think Tannehill's an actual quarterback. Right. I don't see Tannehill beating by anybody by more than a field goal. No. Well, that's the thing about Tannehill is, like, I think everyone's constantly waiting for him to, like, bloom into this, like, young, wonderful quarterback. Like, I think it's pretty obvious now that it happens pretty quickly. He's, or it doesn't. I, I feel right? like if there's got to be a science to quarterbacks where... If if you are a casual observer of sports, yeah, I would I could go to anybody on the street and ask him, "Hey, do you guys, you pay attention to football? Right? Yeah, a little bit. What do you think about Ryan Tannehill? Oh, he sucks. Yeah, everyone like, would say that. If that's the, if, if like you get to a point where you're five years into your career and like people who don't who have never seen you play a game just think that you suck. Yeah, you probably suck. That's true. There's really, I mean, we're kind of dealing with that here in oh every day in of my Detroit, life. and it's like. Yeah, I mean, he's the best quarterback we've ever had, but we've never really had a good quarterback. What does that mean? It's better than Rodney Pete and Scott Mitchell. All right, I'm not going to do this. All right. Sorry. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm I'm also going to take Tennessee. Yeah. Three and a half points is way too much. The half makes me feel okay. Yeah. If it was three, I I would probably take Miami. Yeah, or just stay away. Or just stay away altogether. All right, you ready? Yeah. We talked about bad quarterbacks. Let's talk about good quarterbacks. Yeah. A.K.A. Nude quarterbacks. Tom Brady. <laughs> Good job, Tommy T. Um, you got <laughs> the New England Patriots traveling, coming off a loss to the uh, Buffalo Bills, traveling to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, New England is 3-1. and one. The Browns are 0-4. New England's giving up 10.5 points. 10.5 points. Ten and a half. I think Cleveland's games have been relatively close for the most part. Yeah. But it's Brady's first game back. What do you think? I'm taking the Browns. No way. You're taking the Browns? That's a lot oh, of points. That's a ton of points. I know, like, it, there's a good chance that, like, Brady's, like, it'll be 28 to nothing, like, after the first four Patriot drives. Yeah. Chip on your shoulder. It's it is a chip on your shoulder game. But if you look at the Patriots schedule, throw those rats, throw those rats. If you look at the Patriots schedule. They um, bring this up here. So they've got the Browns, and then their next two games, they've got 
at the Bengals, yeah, or, or home for the Bengals, and then at the Steelers. It's tough. And so I don't think that they they're I don't think they're going to do anything in this game. I don't know if because they don't want to show off. They yeah. want to they want because they don't need to. You're right. Ten and a half's a lot. Ten and a half's a lot. Mm, Chris, you might have talked me into it. Oh, give me the Browns. All right. God, that hurts a lot. We're really bad at this game, so, you know. And we'll see. I think you're right, though. I mean, maybe they will be very vanilla yeah. because they're going to go against two of the better teams in the AFC. Right, yeah. If it's, and the Browns you know, are running it in reverse. Right. I think the Browns may intentionally go 0-16. Yeah. They like, went 24-14. Ch- we win the, we yeah. win the bet. It's so. true. It's true. It's good betting right there. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got uh, a couple more early games. We've got New York Jets at Pittsburgh Steelers. Jets getting seven. Mm. Now the Jets are like a sneaky, okay team. Now, I know they're one in three, but I do. God, their defense is terrible though. Aren't that's they? yeah. That's exactly why. One hundred and five points. Good God. And they're going into it. They're at. But they Steelers. have Muhammad Wilkerson. Like what? Okay, I'm confused. So this is a team that has um, Todd Bowles, mm-hmm. who everyone has always liked and was revered for being a defensive coordinator. Apparently not so much. They're they're. GM was like maybe the AD at Texas. And that seems like a tire fire. Like that doesn't sure. Be, right? Yeah. Like you hired that guy after all the championships. Like this is the guy that hired, um, what's it? Charlie strong. Yeah. Mm, that can't yeah. be good. Uh. Maybe it's not good for the jets. Yeah. I mean, Rebus Island is in serious retrograde. <laughs> um, <laughs> Storm surges are taking over. Ryan Fitzpatrick has has thrown at least seventeen picks at this point. Yep, Beard of Harvard fan fan of the fan of the show. I I like to think he's a fan of the show. The beard of the beard of Harvard. We really do, we do appeal to the Ivy League set. We I think you, you guys would be surprised. You see our number, our, our our data set's pretty impressive. It's all from the Northeast. <laughs> Just if there's a little bit of Bangladesh, yeah, wood, little bit of Bangladesh, paths, <laughs> lots of uh, secret societies, lots of handshakes. Yeah, we do love the stonecutters. Okay, so you've got. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Okay, I mean Pittsburgh's got one loss mm-hmm. to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Where like I feel like they were shell shocked, and you're like, oh, okay. oh, we had to, oh, we had to play today. Yeah. Okay. So they scored what three points in that game? They did. So in their other three games, they've averaged thirty five. It's yeah. And the Jets have a crappy defense, one of the worst. Defenses one of the worst defenses in- ever. Who is going to be tasked with covering that receiving core? Yeah. Can't be good. Yeah. Give me give me the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers. Seven's a lot of points, mm-hmm. but I'll take the Steelers. All right. This game's a little bit closer, right? Next up, we've got the Washington Deadskins at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, these standings, we've got... Ooh, hold on. Three uh, and one, one and three, I think. Yep, three and one Ravens, which isn't a real three and one because they have a really cupcake schedule, yes. right? And then uh, two and two. Two and two. Ah, two and two. Don't count out my Redskins. Don't ju- I mean, they have given up 112 points. <laughs> 100. And twelve, I think that's uh, that yeah. would be the most, if not for the Atlanta Falcons and their one hundred and twenty-four points. Yes, that's crazy. Wow, I love I love points for and against. It really tells the story right here. This this garbage. Um, all right, so let's go back to it. We've got oops, we've got Washington at Baltimore. I gotta say, Court's refusal to close his extraneous windows. I know, I know. I've got a Bumgarner window. <laughs> yeah, up, just, so. just just close those. I like him. There we go. What do I do without him? 
I maybe I have to go back to a Bumgarner stat. Maybe you never know. Maybe talk about the Borg again. I could talk about the Borg again. Um, Baltimore's giving up four, which seems like a lot. I would have said two in this game, or like as close to a push as possible, two and a half. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Baltimore's played like a cupcake schedule. Cousins may be coming around for the Redskins, or at least I hope so for my Pick'em League or for my um, Winds Pool. Pool League. I, uh, I, I, man, it's that, that if it, you know, four is a lot because I see this game being a field goal mm. style game. Agree, heads out here. I think I'm going to take Washington with Baltimore to win. Washington with Baltimore to win. Yeah. So Baltimore covers. Yeah. Or, or fails to cover. I, I, I'm going to take Washington. I think Washington may win this game. Okay. Because I don't think the the Ravens are very good. You know we're mortal enemies here. Hey. Hey. Mortal enemies. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Hometown favorite. Oof. We've got the 3-0 and Eagles, because they had a bye last week, mm-hmm. versus the 1-3 and Detroit Lions at Detroit. Eagles giving up three and a half. Yeah. Three and a hook. Would you feel better if uh, Matthew Stafford was the Lions quarterback or Pete Wentz? Ooh. Wow, Pete Wentz, not Carson Wentz. Yeah. They're probably brothers, right? Well, one's from Illinois, one's from North Dakota. Yeah. Eh, They're close. Yeah, sure. Hmm. That's really tough. (laughs) I mean, Pete Wentz would make the the offensive line would – Show up really emo for the game. All right. Just like a lot of black eyeliner. And a hair in their guy liner. This isn't the color rush game for the Lions, is it? (laughs) They're wearing black jerseys jerseys for the color rush game. Maybe it is Pete once. Uh, I guess I'll take Stafford. Yeah. Gun to my head. Um, All right. My favorite game. I love points for points against, right? Lions, points for 95, right? Scoring a bunch. They have a top 10 offense in DVOA. They've given up 102 points. Yeah. They have the 32nd defense in DVOA. Number one special teams, by the way. Yeah. Which is fascinating. Um, you go to the Eagles, 92-4, 27 against that. That's Jim. 92 points in three games. Yes. So that Jim Schwartz defense. Now, Jim Schwartz did come out today and say said that he does root for the Lions huh. when not playing them. Yeah. I don't believe him. Carry his he got ass carried, off the field. No, exa- exactly. He got carried off the field when he beat the Lions. When he was the Bills' defensive coordinator, he's going to do the exact same thing. Do not get bamboozled by him. No. But when I say do Jim, not get bamboozled, Jim Schwartz is a snake. When I say do not get bamboozled, I'm talking to Jim Caldwell, and he's already been bamboozled. <laughs> he's perpetually, he's, yeah, constantly he's per- bamboozled. Perpetually bamboozled. So if you guys are Philadelphia Eagles fans, all right. So what do you think? It's three and a half. It's three and a half. Now, the most Lions thing ever would be a win and cover in this game. Yeah, I still I think it's the Eagles. I agree. I think the defense. If you're Eagles fans, throw your rats. Yeah. Throw them out there. Get them out there. I love that saying. All those rats. <laughs> All right. Um, throw them at Santa Claus. Or- I feel like the Lions may, may win three games this year. It seems about right. They have to beat the Bears at home, right? No, they don't. Okay. I mean, the quarterback rating on Brian Hoyer was incredible. Yeah. Uh, Levy now has a, like a, another leg injury. Yeah. So never going to never gonna happen. Yeah. It's all right, bud. We'll get through this cold winter together. Um, By watching baseball. 
We've got the uh, for aforementioned Chicago Bears. I don't know if Cutler's quarterbacking them. I don't know if it matters. At the Indianapolis Colts. Man, there's a lot of shit games There is a ton of shit games. Uh, also, why Chris doesn't want to watch the NFL anymore. Um, there's a couple here that I'm into yeah. that I'd watch. Colts are giving up four and a half yeah. to the Chicago Bears. <sighs> to the Chicago Bears... Are, are, better question. Are the Colts four and a half points better than the Bears? They lost to the Jaguars. I don't think they're four and a half points better than anybody. That's correct. So that's maybe why you have to take the Bears. I and, would, they, and you can't protect Andrew Luck. Like Eventually, he's going to get knocked out of well, the game. They have Ryan Kelly. So I like Ryan Kelly. Um, offensive uh, center out of um, Alabama. He's literally the only offensive lineman they have. It's I don't understand it. You guys hit the lottery with Andrew Luck, Grigson, and you've drafted nobody since. Yeah, get 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 him a line. Did they draft? No, I was gonna say you didn't draft Trent Richardson, but you gave up a bunch of draft you gave picks a first for round him. pick for him. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, um, in that case you should have kept your rat in the in your pocket. Keep your rat in your pocket. Yeah. Now, come on, don't throw that. Don't rat. trade it for a fat rat with dreadlocks, <laughs> aka Trent Richardson. Um, you we've got to think that Pagano and, and Grigson are gone after this year, right? Yeah. Have to. Sure. That's been a disaster. If they get a competent head coach. I mean, talk about Josh McDaniels. Like, don't talk. Don't. Don't. I'm sorry. Don't. Yeah. I, I mean, if I were that dude, I'd want to go. He's not going to go to the AFC. That's true. They probably, yeah. Probably won't let He's him do that. He's got a deal worked out with Bill. Bill. Belichick's got some blood magic. That's exactly. <laughs> He's like, you already went there once. You did your Bill Belichick impression because he, he like dressed like him, did the whole thing. He beat Belichick. Yeah. Uh, not going to happen again. It's going to come to the NFC. Stop it. Stop. The only team I got to fend off is the fighting malarkeys. Oh, no, they're AFC. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. He's coming to Detroit. You heard it here first. I, guys, I look, it's the only hope I have is theorizing about the people that might coach my team at some point. Yeah. I like the GM. So I'm taking the, I'm taking Chicago in the points. Yeah. When you lose to the Jaguars. I know it's a London game, but goddamn, it's Gus Bradley. Yeah. It can't be that hard to beat Gus Bradley. <laughs> Gus Bradley, like, looked up at the end of the game and he's like, oh, <laughs> I guess I still have a job. Wait. All right. Wait. Well, it's what, it's what Caldwell did after their London game. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, still employed. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I. It pains me to say this. I guess I'll also take the Chicago Bears. Yeah. It's really tough. Can I say the one thing I loved about the Bears this past weekend? Those fucking jerseys. They're pretty good. Those jerseys are so sweet. I would love if the Lions just wore their throwbacks in every game. Yeah, they got to do something. They're bringing them. I know, that stupid leaping line. They're bringing them back for uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go. Another, this game's interesting. You've got the Atlanta Falcons, who are undefeated, right? I believe they're, yeah. No, three and one. Yeah, an arena football team. They look at their their scoring 40 points, but giving up 30 a game, (laughs) roughly. Uh, Versus... uh, Sioux City Thundering Herd or whatever. (laughs) Versus um, uh, a Broncos team that points for 111, points against 64. So, yes, Atlanta... Scores a shitload of points. But again, when they are indoors, that's essentially what they're, they are like, they're not the greatest show on turf, but they're doing some sort of impression of that. Yeah. Um, 
They are in Denver. Yep. Which is a terrible place to play. Mostly because I always think that horse is going to run into somebody. (laughs) It's always my thought process. Denver is giving up five. Is Denver five points better than Atlanta? Yes. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure yourself there. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Is it weird that the over under isn't higher? That that's a little strange. I think it's because of the Denver defense. I think that they just think that they're going to lock the Falcons down. Do we know if Trevor Simeon's playing? Because he got hurt. I think I saw that he was. And then uh, the magician uh, Lynch came in. Oh, and yeah, man. You see his I know. sweet mustache. I know. Gosh. That guy just... They really miss him at the Ruby Tuesdays, though. <laughs> All the flair. Um, you know, I we're, we're pretty much in lockstep. I'm going to go Denver as well. Um, that defense, is the no-fly zone, as they are called, is just spectacular. They, I don't know that they're better than last year defensively, but they're, they're close. Yeah, Akeem Talib shoots himself and... Good. Yeah. Made himself more just, aerodynamic. Yeah, he's got some speed holes. He's all right. Guys, good. He was on um, Pike Sports Center or something like that, and he had like the most hood-ass-looking no-fly zone beanie hat on. And I'm like, man, like you're a millionaire. Yeah. Make a better hat. <laughs> Get a better hat. That thing looks... It looks like you found a hat at the thrift store. Cut the patch off and then sewed your own patch on. It, it looked bad. Hot glue gun. Hot, maybe hot glue gun because sewing is a difficult task. Um, okay, so we're both going Denver. Here we go. This is uh, this is interesting. Oh yeah, your Rams. Second late game. We've got the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Rex Ryan's, Buffalo Ryan's. Really, yes. There's two of them, and they're roughly the size of buffaloes. Um, <laughs> at the Los Angeles Rams, yeah. my Rams. Rams are giving up two and a half. Are the Rams less than a field goal better than the Buffalo Bills? I don't think so. I don't either. Now yeah. it's, I it, know there's going to be a lot of Ryan sweat in that hot California I know, sun. They're just going to be bacon out there. Um, you know, they're two and two. They did beat the Patriots. 87 points for 68 Solid points defense. Solid defense. Well, let's just get with the Ryans, right? Um, oh, LA Rams, three and one. Now, they're not scoring any points, but they're doing a decent job of holding people. 63 and six and So, and that's interesting because I think they had they had nine points in their first two games. Yes. So now they've actually scored 27. They, they've in their ticked last, it up. Yeah. They've ticked it up. Uh, Brian Quick. Yeah. You know, they've got. Uh, we're, we're just never going to see Jared Goff. No. But I have a question. Is it weird that Jeff Fisher's really good at coaching when his team relocates? Hmm. Right? He's with Houston for three years. They're, they're okay, right? Middle of the road. Goes to Tennessee. Now, they were there for a couple of years before they got good. But then third year, they're 13-3. They're and three. They're like 7-9, and 8-8, eight and 13-3, eight, yeah. right? It just seems like he's the person you want at the helm. We watched Hard Knocks. Yeah. Well, you did. I watched yeah, a little yeah. bit of it. This team looked like an absolute disaster. No, yeah, everything was bad. But is that is that what's to be expected when you're transitioning to a completely new city and you don't have a home base? Because they still like, you know, they have a good like they've got Robert Quinn and they've got Aaron Donald, who was NFL Defensive Player of the Week last week. Mm. Um, is it weird to think that they could be good? I know it is weird. To yeah, think it is weird. Good. It is weird. Uh, and because of that, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, man, we're really. Uh, I know we're in lockstep. Well, I mean, Buffalo seems like they've kind of figured it out. 
after that like uh that rock fight against the uh Jets, I think in week two, I think they were like, Okay. We're not messing around anymore. So Rex wants to keep his job. Did you see what Rex did to Julian Edelman before the game? No. So Rex Ryan, um, you're familiar with like the press calls that the players make. Like they uh they'll call in to so Julian Edelman from the New England Patriots will call into the Buffalo media and press. Uh, and they can ask him questions. And Rex Ryan, pretending to be a member of the media, <laughs> walked up and was like, hey, this is like, um, you know, like Tom Palatsky from, which is like an old name of a Buffalo Bill. Really nice poll. Um, of the Buffalo Sentinel. What are the odds you play quarterback this week? And then he was like, I'm going to play whatever Coach Belichick wants me to play. I'm like, God, these guys are locked up. Yeah. Locked up. Locked up. The other great thing that I heard about the Patriots via Howie Long Howie Long is obsessed with the New England Patriots. Okay. And wants to know everything about the New England Patriots. Like everyone thinks they have to deal with Broken Arrow. That's true. So that's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Big Christian Slater fan. Um wants to know about it, wants wants an inside look, right? That nobody has. His son has always felt this way. His son Chris Long now plays for the Patriots. That's right. Left money on the table to go play for the Patriots. His son is like an has always been an open book about NFL life. Gets to the Patriots. Cannot get anything out of his son. Locked up. It's incredible. Does Bill Belichick also run some sort of operative CIA type ring? Oh, sure. It's like MK Ultra or yeah. Yeah, Operation Paperclip or something like that. Operation <laughs> <laughs> Paperclip. It's okay. a real thing, kids. All right. Look it up, kids. Yeah. Gotta uh, stop listening to conspiracy podcasts. <laughs> Your day, your day is just, your 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 thread is just filthy with comp- conspiracy podcasts. Yeah. All right, so this is also an interesting game. You've got San Diego. This is the Las Vegas Bowl, as I like to call it. You've got the San Diego Chargers at the Oakland Raiders. Oakland's given up three and a half. Now the over under for this is fifty point five. I like the over. I like the over as well. Okay, so you've got the Raiders three and one. You've got the chart the Chargers one and three. Some a heartbreaking loss last week. Raiders. Now this is where it gets interesting. Raiders point four points for one hundred eight points against one hundred six. Terrible defense. Chargers points for one twenty one. Really high. They're scoring sure. a lot. And again, they got Ken Wisden Hunt back, which uh, Rivers has always been good with them. Points against one hundred eight. Right. If this is the game, this is the Vegas Bowl, right? These are the two teams. Is this the winner leaves town match? I think this is the winner leaves town. And this is the, this is what they should decide on. They're like, you know, if you guys want to be in Las Vegas, there's only a spot for one team. Whoever wins the season series gets that gets spot. Gets that spot. If you had to bet on that, who would you bet on? I'd bet on the Raiders. So would I. Yeah. But you know what? I don't do it easily. No. Because God damn Philip Rivers. Have there ever been two quarterbacks? Like, the, the fact that him and Eli Manning came out of the same draft is maddening to Yes. Me. Well, they're, they're, like, the same deal. Like, <laughs> like terrible most of the time. Yeah, endlessly frustrating. <laughs> moments of brilliance. It's super weird, right? Um, I, you know, that three and a half is tough for me. I'm going to take San Diego. Oh. I'm going to take San Diego. What I'd really like to do here is... Uh, I'd like to tease it. Yeah. And I'd like to, you know, do Oakland plus two and a half and then tease <sighs> the uh tease the over down to forty four and a half. Ah, oh, Chris. That's what I, I would probably do. I'd take that money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's tough. How dare you? Yeah. How oh. dare you how dare yeah. you do that? I appreciate it. We uh 
We really got it. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I'm going to tell you this on air. Um, my girlfriend is going to Vegas for like this. Uh, yep. Trophy. Yeah. Kiss it. Every every episode, we're just going to kiss the trophy. It's not ours. <laughs> you can do that. I'll, yeah. I don't want to get involved. That's all right. <laughs> I'm a phantom kiss. Yeah. Uh, like going to Vegas for like uh, some. She's a marketing. She does. She's a marketing. So she can go to Vegas and she she was like, I gotta go for work. Like it's uh, it's like um, end of the year. Uh, do you want to go? And I was like, Vegas. It's it's warm there. I was like, well, you're gonna, now you're gonna be at work. She's like, yeah, I'll be at this event. You know, for most of the days. Like we'll have a hotel room, whatever. You know, I'm gonna be in a sports book, right? And she's like, yeah, you do whatever you want. You're on vacation. I was like. Oh, I'm going to Vegas. All right. So if we do that, we... If I kiss the trophy, can I go too? Yeah. Because I'll change. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my dream. I've never been to Vegas. Chris, oh. Chris, you have. I've been there three times, yeah. Um, I don't know why. I've been to LA a bunch. For some reason, I've been to Arizona. never been to Vegas. Um, Imagine like... Not going to be easy to be a vegetarian in Vegas. I know. I know. I mean, I, you can I get, know. you're going to, you're going to, you know. I know. Nathan's famous at the New York, New York's probably off limits for you. Ugh. But the sports book isn't. No. Now, how many hours do you think I would last in a sport? How many hours could I spend well, max? Are you going to be there over a weekend? Uh, I think so. Like on a Sunday? I hope so. Because like football is going to start at 10 o'clock in the morning. I can't wait. Yeah. That London if there's game? a London game, you're going to be there. London game, 6 a.m.? Yeah, just like your slippers and pajamas <laughs> drinking mimosas. Gentlemen? Yeah. Have the ponies started running yet? Yeah. You got to find one of those books that has like microtransactions where you can like bet on individual plays. <laughs> like I'm going to put five cents on run here. I think I would just take like $5,000 and yeah. be like, you know what, guys? I'm going to be here all weekend. So many TVs. Yeah. Yeah. When are you guys going? Well, I don't know. We got to talk about it because okay. we... I don't know. It's either for another year or for the first of the year. I don't remember. Okay. So it could be even playoff games. Chris, don't t- stop it, Chris. Yeah. Okay, I got to stop. All right, Chris. Yeah. Very fascinating game. Sure. The Dallas Cowboys at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are giving up one point mm. to the Cowboys. All right, you ready it's for the basically game? Basically a pick them. It is basically a pick them. Bengals, two and two. Tough start because they played the Steelers. Yeah, they need they need they, they need they to win some games. The, did they lose to the Bills? I think so, right? I think so. That that hurts my heart. No, they're in my they're in my wins pool. Uh seventy eight points for Not great. Eighty two points against. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty so. dead. Yeah. It's okay, right? It's all right. Um Cowboys, three and one. Hundred and one points for. Seventy seven points against. I'm gonna ask you again. If Tony Romo comes back for week six, are mm. you playing him? It's getting harder. How would you play him? Yeah. You got like the two of the best young rookies I've seen in a long time. Elliot looks crazy. Yeah, you might as well just roll, run with that and those running lanes. Well, how do you break the how do you break it to Romo? Mm, I I'll tell you. Jostle him and hope I, that his spine breaks again. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Yeah. You just oh, great. <laughs> so how you doing, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> you feeling good? You feeling, you feeling good? And that's Jerry Jones with yeah. his palsy. He's yeah. like, it's a palsy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's really twitchy. <laughs> okay, Chris, you know the Bengals are my team. Yes. I need them to win games. Yeah. Where am I at in the wins pool? Am I third? I think you're, uh, yeah, you're f- seven and five. I'm going to say I'm third. Yeah, I think I'm third. Yeah, so you're, you're game back. I've got the, guys, I've got the Redskins. <laughs> and the Rams. And the Rams. David, who's second, 
Yeah. Or, no, right. Dave and I are tied for first tied now. For first. Yeah. David has the Patriots. And the Vikings. And the Vikings. Yeah. Miracles, do, dreams do come true. Yeah. I could have had the Eagles. No one has the Eagles. No one has the Eagles. I know. It's so mental. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You got to pick first. I'm taking the Cowboys. God, Chris, I don't know. It hurts my heart. I just, I, you know, but like I, this are is. Are they that good on the road, though? Well, it's, they're at home. Oh, shoot. You're right there. Yeah. Home. So they're. Oh, and Cincinnati's giving. Getting, that, yeah. It threw me. Yeah. It threw me. That's weird. I mean, it's basically a pick them with one point. Yeah, so I, know. I, uh, yeah, I just I, I feel like this is going to be the Cowboys are one and one at home. They've looked good recently. I feel like this is going to be like yeah, the, the it fun. Just, it was just that game that where they had the gaff. Yeah, the mental gaff against the Giants, who look like an absolute disaster. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, well they're they're at home. They're at the uh, the big Chalupa. I don't know what they. What's the name of that place? I don't know what that place is called. Yeah, with the. AT&T Field, is that? Jerry's house? Jerry's. Jerry's yeah. World? Jerry. I'll go Dallas. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, they they won at home against the Bears, and then they beat the 49ers on the road. Uh, but I, I just, I just, yeah, Elliott was, you know, a monster in that game. I mean, again, he's running. Now the Dallas Cowboys look like they have the best offensive line in football again. Yeah. Those holes are gigantic. You can run a tank through there. And then you've got speedy pass Ezekiel Elliott. How many games until the shirt comes up to do a full crop top? <laughs> Right? Yeah. He's going to get comfortable about halfway through the year. He's like, hey, NFL, get cropped up on. It's time. I'm going to find you $1,000 a game. I don't care. That one's $1,000 a game. Cropped up. Don't care. All right. No, it's probably like, it's, it's the NFL. It's probably like 35K a game. Um, this this may be unwatchable. Yeah, that this is like a nightmare game. Now, it's Sunday Talk night. Talk about the Borg. I know. It's Sunday night football, so I do have Al Michaels and Collinsworth to look forward to. Yeah, but Collinsworth is just going to be creaming his jeans over Aaron <laughs> Rodgers the whole time anyways. So. <laughs> Collinsworth, when, when <laughs> Rodgers is playing, is almost too much to bear. There's got to be a band called Cream Jeans, right? Uh, probably. Cream, like creamed? Cream jeans? Not cream jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's. I know he's like he is. He on the Nance level of Nance um, Peyton. Mm, that's that's borderline like obsessive creepiness. Okay, who's more obsessed with Peyton Manning, Jim Nance or Papa John? <sighs> this guy's his face just doesn't move. Yeah, Papa John. Let me ask you a question. Here we go about Papa John. <laughs> So you know how there's this like clown thing going on yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah. If you were walking around at night, yeah, and like in like a like a misty park with like a single light, yeah, like right on the edge of the shadow that that light, you know, that beam, the, you know, the cone of light that light creates, yeah, what would freak you out more, a clown or Papa John just standing there like looking at you? Chris, it's a push. They're the same thing. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the clown would have balloons. Oh god! Papa John would just be holding the pizza, mm. or maybe just Peyton Manning. Like <laughs> maybe he's holding Peyton Manning. Yeah. He's holding Peyton Peyton Manning's head is like floating. Yeah, uh, you know the movie It ruined clowns for me as a kid. Sure. And the fa- is it only happening in Detroit or is it everywhere? No, it's everywhere. It's Detroit, it's gotten violent, which is well, yeah, the best thing. Yeah, because it's. Can I tell you a quick story about the movie It? Here we go. So I was. Uh, my dad lived in Pennsylvania for a while. Pennsylvania. It's called Wensylvania. Wensylvania. That's right. Um, and uh, we 
had this house and this house always really spooked me for a number of reasons. But like my parents split when I was five. And so like the toys my dad had were always like behind the toys I had at my mom's house. Cause I wasn't there all the time. So it wasn't really like a need for me to have fancy toys. All my baseball cards were there though, which was cool. Um, so I Uh, went uh, over uh, and uh, Ron Washington, Ron Washington. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I went over to my, buddies across the street's house i don't remember the kid's name i'm gonna guess patrick yeah it's pretty uh and we watched it like he had recorded the it first time and we watched it I yeah also, first time i also watched it recorded off television yeah television. yes and so we watched it and like not even a lot of it but enough yeah doesn't take much and i uh that night like sp- spooked out hated sleeping in that house always scared me i woke up in the middle of the night and like my little like twin bed was here, my baseball sheets on there, and I had a toy box next to my bed, and the toy box was open. Yeah, and like on the top of everything in the toy box was this like creepy ass clown toy I had. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I threw it out. I didn't tell anybody. Was it like making night moves? No. I okay. like. <laughs> I have to believe that like I was like having like terrifying dreams. Yeah. And I like got up. How far in was, it like, did you get? Well, you don't have to get far. Yeah, I mean, it's like the clown bites his arm off, like right at the beginning. <laughs> Spoiler, and like, I'll, I'll, I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be like crass about it because it's one of my favorite yeah. books. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really stoked for the the film that's coming out next year. Yeah, uh, that should be really fun. That's got Stephen King sign off. Yeah, who's in that? Um, Anyone I know. The the guy who's playing Pennywise, like he was in like the Divi- Divergent movies. Uh, the kid who played Mike in Stranger Things played uh, Richard Richie Tozier. Oh, really? Who, yeah, who was like kind of the wisecracking kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the 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 the, the shots kid, from the, the set. The kid that whose hair goes turns white. The kid who's uh, no, um, whose hair turned white. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. Uh, the, he uh, in the in the TV movie Seth Green played Richie Tozier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Oh god, yeah. this is a nightmare. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård is the uh, the guy who's playing. Is he one of the Skarsgårds? Yeah, he's part of that line. Jesus Christ, yeah. he looks like he looks like um, Tim Curry. Sure. Oh god. So, but All like, right. yeah, the shots of it are really cool. Chris, um, I, I got to sleep tonight. I can't. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I mean, like, I'm seeing that opening night. So probably gonna ruin my life. But <laughs> are you taking your kid? No. Ah! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I don't know if he's worse, though, than than Tim Curry. No, Tim Curry's performance of, as Pennywise the Clown is pretty pretty great. It's devastating. And it's it's like in, uh, in the uh, 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 in the book, like there's there's a lot of a lot of things going on. God, but. It is just it's I'm sorry, like all the makeup that's on the new it and like they do everything to make it look menacing. Tim Curry's just got super white face on with the bald cap and red hair. And he looks like. Absolutely terrible. Got those pointy teeth. Yeah, he does have those pointy teeth. Yeah, I, I, I've got. We, we should, we should watch that again. God, Chris, it's so fucking terrifying. Yeah. All right, we can't talk about this. Anymore. Yeah, super clowns, man. <laughs> God, Jim Curry putting the makeup on. Oh, that's oh, God. Uh, okay, we got I got to get this off my. Yeah, let's let's today. close that, Chris. We got one. More, we got two more games. We got two more games. All right, so we've got. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little loopy. <laughs> All right, Giants at Green Bay. Um. All right, so Green Bay is what two and one? 
Giants are two and two because uh, Green Bay was on a bye week last week. Okay, yes. so our the Packers are giving up seven and a half, which is a lot of points. Do you think they're seven and a half points better? I think the Giants are. You're starting to see. Like what was valuable about Tom Coughlin? Yeah, because they're just like fractured. Have you heard what Tom Coughlin's going to be doing? I have not. So I think Tom Coughlin works for the NFL now. Okay. He, uh, I think, as of today, offered up his services to be a mentor to, uh, to Odell. Odell. Well, somebody like Odell hasn't been right since the Josh Norman incident. Yeah, that, last year. Here's the deal. You're a wide receiver. If you're a wide receiver or a cornerback, your job is essentially just to talk shit. If you can't handle people talking like talking shit to you, you can't play wide receiver. Yeah. Just go be better than them. Yeah. You know what they should do? They should just hire Deion Sanders for like a week. And they're like, Deion's gonna line up across from you every day. He's gonna break you and he's yeah. gonna build you up See? and he's gonna break you again. That's it. Yeah. Rocky. We gotta rocky this thing. Yeah. You know, Odell's great, and so I think he's he's an example of a guy who's like probably more intelligent than most of the guys in the league. Yeah. Cer- certainly more sensitive. I think sen- in, a, yeah. in a way that's I you think know sensitive would be a good term. You don't you don't see a ton of that, um, and especially at his position, which is generally like you said, a pretty you got to be pretty brash. You have to. You got to be able to take hits. You got to be able to. You know, I, I mean, mean like, are there, are there any people who are like nastier in the world than defensive backs? No. Like maybe like ISIS right? and then defensive backs. Well, and is there, is there anyone nastier than Steve Smith? Who's a wide receiver? Right. Like, like Jalen, Jalen Ramsey was talking junk cause he shut him down. And I'm pretty sure Steve Smith is going to stalk him and kill him. At yeah, some at point. some point, like maybe even like 30 years from now, Steve Smith's just gonna. I'm waiting. Jalen Ramsey's gonna step in a shower. And Steve Smith's just gonna stab a bunch of times. Uh, you know who would have been the perfect it? Steve Smith. Steve Smith. <laughs> maybe that's well. You know, it always took on like the form of the thing you're most afraid it's of. True, Steve Smith. So it's Steve Smith. Mine would be Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John. All right, here we go. All right, home stretch. So you think Green Bay's seven and a half points better? I do. I think that they're gonna they're gonna roast them in this game. I think it's too rich. I'm gonna take the Giants. All right. You know why? Much like the Lions, the Giants will do giant things. It's true. And you'll get stupid faced Eli Manning out there, and he'll throw for like three touchdowns, exactly, and like four hundred and fifty yards. I think yeah. I don't know if they're gonna win, but I think it's a close game. Green Bay's got to win. I don't know if they can afford to be three games down on Minnesota. I don't think Green Bay's good enough. Yeah. I don't think they're that good of a team. Okay. Last game. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Monday Night Football, which is kind of hard to watch a little bit. I miss Trico. Yeah. I miss Trico a lot. Uh, You've got Tampa Bay at Carolina. Carolina's laying seven. I I find that surprising. Yeah. I don't know what Cam's health looks like. Um, I would have said four would have been my guess or five. Seven's a lot. What do you think? I would stay away completely. Yes. So would I, I do. James Winston has looked terrible. Recently. Yeah. 
I feel like this is a must win for Carolina. It is. They can't be one and four. So much like Arizona tonight. Yeah. I think they I, I think I would take Carolina just based on the fact that I think they're gonna win. Yeah. And I don't want to mess around. Hmm. That's a lot of points. Tampa Bay has that tendency though, like where they can run up on you. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Okay. I think seven is too many points. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of Don't points. like it. I think that's it. Okay. Next week, I think next week we'll track it and see how we do. Yeah. I actually like doing this. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So uh got, got some finals here. Here we go. Uh, the Cleveland Indians have won five to four. Ugh. Their winning pitcher, Andrew Miller. God bless America. Uh, Rick Porcello, who won 22 games this year. I know. It's crazy. Uh, got shelled in four and a third. A lot of former Tigers on here. Yeah. Yep, five to four, and then uh, Terry Francona's revenge. I know. Yeah, I. You know what? I'm almost okay with it because of the way they treated Francona when he left. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. They deserve it. All right. Well, Chris, I think that's going to wrap it. it up for us. It's a but lengthy one. Before we get out of here, where can people find yeah, us? Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Most Basic Cable. Like us on Facebook is the Most Basic Cable, so you can watch us every week. Facebook Live. Uh, our website, mostbasiccable.com. Email us, mostbasiccable at gmail.com. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, thanks, Evan. Thanks, Evan. Gentlemen, to Weevil.